Welcome back. Hey, Jamie, have you ever seen a more punchable face? Sandwich break. Back in the day, there was a thing called Twitter. Really? Michiganders. That's sad. Blue check verified. Nothing that we say is fact. Do not pour that into your microphone. Oh, my God. What's up, everybody? It's Wednesday. We, we finally got the uh, the break. The, the, the fair weather break. You know, oh yeah, it's yeah. gonna cool down. It's yeah. only it was only like eighty eight degrees today. Right. I'm like fucking a. It's like degree. I sweat a little less, mm-hmm. a lot so less that's, actually. That's basically what it boiled down to. So how? Okay, so it's been since Saturday since we've uh, like hooked up, yeah. and I don't mean like you know the weird kind of hook up, right? Like you know in a like slutty hotel, right? I mean you know just hung out, right. figured out what's going on. How you been? Good. Yeah, I do a lot of explaining to get through that. <laughs> Is it too much? Maybe. <laughs> like maybe. Maybe that was a. Does thou protest too much? <laughs> um, definitely. Uh, big thing. Check it out on on all the social media. Um, we're gonna put a another link up just, and we'll do it regularly. To uh, check out the new logo. That's all CT. He slammed that together. I fucking love it. It's amazing. You don't have to stare at the ugly mugs anymore. Um. But we put that on there. Uh, hopefully, we're gonna do, and 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out right now. Are we just gonna go ahead and ma- and just do the Fiverr thing, and we're gonna make the we're gonna make the big to do, and uh, do the whole Fiverr and give what what would we say three people a shot at at uh, giving us our new uh, theme song, our new theme song. Yeah, we're gonna. Um... <clears throat> We're going to check out using fiber.com to find a freelancer to make us a podcasting or a podcast intro. Um, it'd be really cool if we had a listener that would do that it. That would be great. And if you, if you, if you want to be that person to do it, contact us, put it together. And um, I mean, obviously you have your, you know, you have the ability to, you know, to, put it out there and we'll do whatever we have to, to <clears throat> make sure that uh, you get your props for it. Other than that, I mean, I think, it, I think it's a badass thing, but Hey, let us know what you think about the new logo. Cause uh, I'm pretty excited about it. What about you? I dig it. I like it, I, but yeah. I made it. So I like it. Of course. That's why I always feel weird about that. Yeah. But cause I make, time, it, I mean, you made, like, you made our last one and I loved it. Yeah. And yeah. So, but we needed one then <clears throat> in theory, we, we needed one cause we didn't have one. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We had the old school mic with the smoke. Oh yeah, that's true. We did have that, but which we kept that, but I just added our pictures to it as right. well. Right. Um, but other than that, I mean, I haven't, uh, I haven't really done a lot. Of, I have spent more time enjoying my not 115 degree week than anything else. Uh, I'm just nice. trying to, you know, cruise under the radar. Played some golf. Awesome. <clears throat> I went to shit in a handbasket. Oh yeah. Didn't yeah. didn't have a good game? No. And and you know, so and here's the thing, I'll tell this for anybody who golfs or doesn't golf. One of the worst parts hands down one of the worst parts about it is is trying to um figure out where your game is. If you have like you know, if you're gonna have a great game or you're not gonna have a great game, you figure it out really fast. Right. And then what you have to do as and this probably works with with any sport. I've just the older I've gotten, the more I figured it out that you've learned it through golf. I've learned it the best way through golf. Okay, you know, like I feel like, especially in like basketball, um, you know, like th- there's a competitor that can bring it out in me. And golf, you can do that too, but it's not like that. You're kind of playing against yourself a little bit more in that's golf. Hundred percent. That's what it is. I, mm-hmm. I give it. I give a lot of cred to. Now, uh, disc golf, which I, and you know me, I've been like the opposite of, you know, like a, a supporter of disc golf until like I started to pay attention to it, met some, met some pro guys or some semi pro guys, you know, just that, that just, I think it's cool. You had to meet strangers that were interested in disc golf, even though your best friend and his son were talking to you about it. He's one of the pros you prick. Yeah. But so that makes it better just cause he's a pro and you actually, you said semi pro, which basically means nothing nobody buys semi-sweet chocolate sir nobody wants semi i hope you choke on something i'll tell you what it won't be 
What is it? A semi-sweet chocolate. <laughs> if I'm going to choke on chocolate, by God, it's going to be fucking sweet-ass chocolate. Milk chocolate. Um, so, um, are you... I knew you... I knew we do. We did a lot of things on, you know, like, like TV shows and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Are you a big movie guy? I like, mean, I'm a decent... I'm a decent movie guy. Like, what was the last movie that you feel like you... I know a movie I want to see. Okay. Does that help any? Yeah. No, I'm down. I want to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because I still haven't seen it. What's it about? It's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Okay. And it's basically about like Hollywood in the 60s around the um, Marilyn or not Marilyn Manson, Charlie Manson days. The it kind of I'm going to be honest with you. You don't know shit about you've it. Seen a, you've seen like trailers, you know, back when Pulp Fiction came out. You saw a trailer for it. Did you leave that trailer going, oh, I can tell you what the movie is about? Well, no. Fuck no. Most of the time you didn't leave a Quentin Tarantino movie and be able to tell what yeah, like, the movie seriously, is like. Hands like, down, watched, and I was like, I still don't know what I'm the confused. fuck's going on. Right. So, like halfway through. Dude, I'm so like I have watched Kill Bill probably six times and still don't know what the fuck. Super dope. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you something and we're gonna put it on the should not do that high, by the way. Watch Kill Bill? No. I will keep that in mind. But so Tarantino made this movie um about and the way it seems like it seems like it follows uh it follows more like like you see all the stars that were around at that time, like Bruce Lee and all these, but it the movie almost seems to focus on the movie's main character seems to be a stuntman that works in the movie industry and lives next door to Sharon Tate, who oh, was murdered okay. by. Um, and I don't, and I'm not saying that he's, I don't believe this is like a documentary style movie where everything is, is truthful within the movie. I think Tarantino took uh, creative liberties and just <clears throat> kind of fucked with the whole story of what was going on at that time. But I think doing it from the perspective of a stuntman that worked with all of these people. Because, um, you know, Bruce Lee was notoriously hated, from what I understand, if I'm not mistaken. And maybe because we don't do facts here. Um, but uh, Bruce Lee was like notoriously hated by stuntmen because he would hit them. Like he would hit them for real. Oh, I'm fucking sure. <laughs> and they didn't like it. It was like, especially back then. You know, you've seen movies where you can tell motherfuckers didn't connect. Like they were three feet away. Like they were social distancing their punches. Like they weren't even coming close to looking like they connected. Right. But Bruce Lee was getting out there like doing his own stunts. And then he was like smacking the shit out of stuntmen. And they were like, hey, we don't like that. It was like the first Me Too movement. Um, I'm sure that wasn't it. (laughs) No, probably not. I think it was probably a little different cause, but... Um, you get so, what I'm saying. I had this epiphany. Far from. Um, but far it from is. Reagan. It's. Well, okay. So one thing I, I got to tell you. Um, I was TikToking today. Okay. And I came across this like really strange rendition of Cinderella. Sorry about that. Um, really, really, back. really weird Cinderella scenario movie. I thought it was kind of weird, and I, I and I didn't, I didn't really pay much attention to it until the fairy godmother came down. Okay, and the fairy godmother in the new, uh, the new fairy godmother in the new Cinderella movie is basically she wants to be a businesswoman. She's selling her dresses now that are, I guess, the mice help her make. Okay, uh, the fairy god, the fairy godmother no, sells dresses. No, no, uh, the Cinderella. Cinderella sells dresses. And uh, by what's, the seashore. What's kind of funny about it is, so when this the fairy godmother comes down, it is a like just a a black homosexual man, <laughs> like he okay. is like dressed to the nines, and it's not like. a black straight man can't dress in the nines, but he has the lisp and he says, you know, darling, I mean, he's basically just super flamboyantly, super gay. flamboyantly. Gay. Okay. And, uh, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like again, again, 
and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to rush to this, but I'm like, but I had to touch on it. So I like I'm going to put the trailer out on the Twitter, and you see, it's just it it was just heavy. It was it was a lot. I wasn't ready for it, and so um, and it just because of I don't I don't feel like anyone should be like. What what was wrong with Cinderella? Why do we have to Why do we have to change shit up? Always change shit up. Why Why, why did it go from a fat like white woman to like a gay black man? To change it, to adapt with the times, to make it something different, and to be not necessarily controversial, but you know it'll get talked about. Now, for the most part. You know, if you have somebody that's just in, you know, up in arms about it, uh, then it's, you know, they're going to bitch about it, but it's still getting talked about. And then, but the majority of the country isn't going to mind or isn't going to care or doesn't give a shit one way or the other, or isn't going to watch it. But nonetheless, it gets talked about. (laughs) We 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 have have an animal trying to get in. It's either that or a fan. I have a foot out there. I'm going to say, I'm going to go animal. You're going animal? Yeah. Um, I don't think a fan would knock down a pillow to get to us. Are you sure? I don't think so. I it would. Um, but yeah, I don't have an issue with it. I, I don't. I expect it. And everybody needs to realize that what it's going to do is it's going to increase. You're going to see a lot more just of deal it. with it, right? Yes. And the reason I say that just is... saying, just deal with it. It's the same way that I should tell anybody who's any ethnicity other than white. It's just, you know what? Racism is going to continue on. Just deal with it. That's not true because that's something that you want to stop. This but, is something that I will <laughs> see, but that, and that, so see, then and, that, and, that's you gotta, and, and I don't have a, I don't have a thing about gay people. But it I sound, just don't it, feel you, like it should be rammed down my child's it's, throat. Okay, but here you're say what you're saying rammed down your child's throat is merely just your child being exposed to a gay person. Your child would be exposed my, to a gay person. My child's exposed yeah, to gay all the time. people all the time. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's really of no consequence. Not true. A fairy godmother is a fake entity to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um. Now this so why is, is a not, why fairy is god fairy brother. God, I guess fairy god brother. <laughs> so that's exactly what a fairy god brother. And you know what was funny is I was I was putting my show prep together, <laughs> and I kept saying fairy godmother, and it would not spell godmother. It would like break them up. And I was like, and I never even thought about that, but that's epic. And that's why, that's why we do this is because you come up with shit like that. (laughs) So just because this movie swapped out with a fairy godbrother doesn't mean that it doesn't like, it's not going to change the experience for a kid who knows nothing about Cinderella. Like you got a kid who, cause you have children who've been through a few renditions of Cinderella now. Sure. Yeah. Um, Now, whether or not they've watched them all or whatever, I don't know, but Nonetheless, they were available. But if you have a, if there's a child that is just seeing Cinderella for the first time, and this is their only experience, they don't get to see the the two dimensional drawings that we saw as children. Instead, they're going to get, um, you know, whatever live action or a cartoon version or whatever it is. But if it's a, if they are given a, a fairy godbrother in this sense, it's it's like it doesn't take anything away from the story and it's not going to make your kid think that dicks taste good all of a sudden. <laughs> That's so, well, my, so my point is by, by what, if you say, if you say ram down my throat, that would be like it at some point it has to be saying you have to sit back and go, okay, well, am I okay with two gay parents? Absolutely. Do I feel like it needs to be on Disney channel? No. Again, why? Why not? Why not make why not make certain that your children now I know you do that within your household, I'm very well aware. I'm not talking about you. But why not make sure that your children see that there are different 
lifestyles. There are different choices that people make. There's different, and that way, when is they that, do is, is, that, is that what you think that they're doing? They're they're making they're making it a more open option. Yeah, I just think it's more. I, I think it's you don't think they're you don't think that they're they're doing it to make a a rewiring like, of the system, right? I, do. I don't. I don't think it's a rewiring I, I of the system any more than it was a rewiring of the system. That's. Did Elmer Fudd make you buy a gun? Is that why you bought? Is that why you like guns now? Is because you watched Elmer Fudd? Well, blow Daffy's bill around to the back of his head. Do you think it's okay to shoot people in the face as long as you know? I mean, that's a stretch. They hold up a sign you, 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 for you to say. Ouch. I mean, you're talking about, and, and and I know where you're going. I, I feel like that's kind of a that's that's as much of a stretch as me saying that. That that well, hey, you know, I mean, like being gay is okay, and it, I, I mean, in, in no other way is that it's no different than the news being like the the news throws their own thing at you, um, you know, the you know they have their own. I don't, I don't want to say agenda. I don't want to get into all that shit, but but you know, like when the news tells you something's going to happen, guess what? It's going to happen whether you like it or not. And that's what I fucking hate. It's been scripted already. Right. Um, but the, and, and it's not that I won't watch the movie. It's not like I won't let my kids watch the movie, but I'm just like, why does he have to be gay? Why does, you know, why well, does- like I said, I mean, from a, from a PR standpoint, it looks good. Disney needs any good press it can get. So I don't know if the, I'm assuming this is a Disney movie because it's Cinderella. Uh, it's they Amazon. Okay. But doesn't make doesn't make it any less Disney? Okay, because I'm but, sure Disney owns the rights to Cinderella. Okay, yeah. So they just all right. right. So the but they do it, and then they get to say, "Look, look at us. We like gay people." They do it every uh, every year, every at, the, year at, at when it whatever you know, whenever Gay Pride Month is. All these business, you know, and even gay people make fun of it. They know. Gay people make fun of these companies that it's like every every gay pride month, whatever month it is, they pop out. All these companies pop out with their rainbows and they talk about, you know, and they do their rainbow packaging and they do this. And then they say, we love the gays. We love the gays. And for that month and then it, you know, goes on from there. They don't do anything. It's not a it's not a continuous support. It's a virtue signaling, uh, just just sending up that virtue signal. And that's all that companies do. And that's what Amazon is doing. Do, do you feel like virtual, 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 virtue, virtue signaling is a bad thing? Do I think it's a bad thing? Yeah, I think it's a bad thing when it's done with ill intentions. I think, I mean, there's something to be said for, if I go up and I give a guy, if I give a homeless man $10 and then I continue walking on, you know, have a blessed day. Here's 10 bucks. Hope you get something to eat. But if you buy crack, hope you enjoy it. And I walk on (laughs) and I go about my day. Now, if my buddy JVR is over in the woods taking video of me giving this $10 and then we post it online and we monetize it and we make a thousand dollars doing it, where is it? Is it any less helpful? To him to get his food and or slash crack? Oh, no. He still got his 10 bucks. He got 10 bucks regardless. And that's in both of those scenarios, homeless guy gets 10 bucks. So that's cool. But if you're going to say, where are you at morally when you gave him that 10 bucks? Did you give him that 10 bucks to help him or did you give him that 10 bucks to help yourself in some form or fashion? Um, and I don't mean morally, I don't mean like I've been an asshole my entire life. Now I give somebody 10 bucks. It makes me feel good. That's okay. I'm down with that. But if you're going to run to Twitter and be like, Hey, I gave a homeless guy 10 bucks and I let him borrow a lighter. Cause it turns out he bought crack with it. <laughs> then you're just virtue signal. You're just, you're just saying, Hey, look at me, look at me. Caring about this issue, not look at this issue, not, you know, there's people, of course, that bring issues to light. You know, we've talked about this with um, your buddy, LeBron. He, my buddy, he, uh, you know, he gets involved in these big issues. And to say that just because somebody's a multi millionaire, billionaire, gazillionaire, right. Or has had, has led a privileged life or whatever. 
to say that they're not entitled to speak up against something bad is not cool. They, they should, they, everybody, we are all entitled to the same voice. Oh yeah. hundred no, percent. I, I, I get I, it. I, so I don't fault somebody for that now, but if, again, if you're only doing it to hype yourself, I mean, at the end of the day, and that's that a lot of times that just boils down to the individual admitting where they're at in life. If you're doing it to hype yourself, you're virtue signaling and you're a prick. If you're doing, if you're doing it for good reasons, you're doing it for good reasons. And if people say you're virtue signaling, even though you, as long as you know, you're doing it for the right reasons, then fuck them. I don't think, I mean, I get it. Just the the hardest thing for me to to swallow is the fact that I don't necessarily want to like put it out to where like everybody in the, um, you know, in the free world or anybody who has some sort of different way of thinking is trying to virtue signal, but shit, man, most of the time I don't even try to, I don't want people to, you know, even second guess what, what my intentions are. Right. Um, and that's the thing that I, I feel like I try not to shit on people a lot. Like there's so many things on like, I, I catch myself like, especially on like TikTok or like, I'll catch like a video on Twitter or some other shit like that. And I'll be like, oh, I really like the intent of this. And I know you've seen them. And I think they're they're more Bollywood type things. Right. But they're little, you know, five or six piece things where there's a scenario that goes like stupid wrong. You know what I mean? Right. Like, um, and I think me and you talked about this one time, but there was this. And one of my favorites has been, um, so there's a black guy and he comes out of a hotel. Or an apartment building. Okay. And he sees a cop and this cop has like this. Oh whole, yeah. 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 You know what I'm talking about? You're talking about the YouTube short film. Okay. YouTube short film. Right. Okay. Do you remember what it was called? I'd like to give a shout I out. I don't, but I can figure it out. There was actually some controversy behind that as well. Really? I think we talked about it. And, and we, and we may have, and, and all I'm trying to do is touch on it. But, but so the idea of this thing is this, this, this black gentleman keeps coming out of this building. And of course he doesn't look like, he doesn't look like a criminal. He doesn't look like anything else. I think he goes to like light up a cigarette and the cop says something about weed and he opens his backpack. He's got money in there, the whole nine yards. And then he, what happens is, is it's called like, groundhog day for a black man. That's not it. Okay. Well, that's, that's where, the one that you're talking about. Okay, that's the one where the dude keeps, the cop keeps coming to a side window and shooting him. Okay. Um, this one is a different one. It's th- uh, you're talking about two distant strangers. Uh, on Netflix? No, I don't think so. Yes. Yes, that is it. Yeah. See, two distant... Okay, go ahead. Continue. Well, the, the whole idea is the fact that he keeps... It's it's basically like Groundhog Day. It just... The same thing keeps happening over and over and over again. And then basically it takes two people, two people, to have reason to, you know... To connect, mm-hmm. just just two people, just to have the same idea, right? So it's like you take a businessman and a biker, a white dude and a black dude, uh, a, a Hispanic dude and a white dude, Hispanic dude and black dude. You, you know what I mean? It's right. just, all these different, all these different. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Races and personalities. Yeah, I mean, and it takes, and, and it doesn't even have to be races. Poverty it just, levels. It yeah. could be everything. There's so many things that technically separate us that don't necessarily have to, if we would all realize that we're all just the same as the fairy godbrother. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. I see what you did there. Eat balls. Anyhow, but the, but the whole idea of it, of the, the scenario is, is it basically what it comes down to? And this dude has to get shot like six times before he realizes how handled, how he needs to handle it. Right. How he needs to handle it is so obtuse to the, to the natural way that it would work, that it would actually work, but he has to, do, and he's the only one that's able to do that because in theory, the like, cop's nobody, the yeah, the cop, it doesn't realize he's living the same day. Only he's this like, guy is going to do this. This dude's going to do this. This dude's going to eat shit. You know, the right. whole nine yards, you're going to say this. I'm going to repeat. He was okay. Come on. Wise guy. And then basically it comes down to, and I don't think it was very long. It was like, couldn't be seven minutes. Right. That whole thing is just how you, how you, invoke a sense of clarity right not to me no virtual signal no virtue signaling in that right. 
And that's that's what's kind of that's to me that's kind of the cool thing. That well, that tells me that you know someone's working on a high, on a higher level. Not like, hey, I gave this dude something, check me out. Right. It's like you're literally doing something to make something epic. You know what made me angry about that situation? And I haven't looked into it anymore, but here's here's what made me angry about that situation. There was a woman um, by the name of Cynthia Cow, mm-hmm. and she made the short film Groundhog Day for a black man. Mm-hmm. It was a short film, put it out on YouTube. It ran all over the place. It was all over TikTok. It was all, you know, everywhere. Is that the dude in the car? Yeah. Okay. So he gets, uh, so she gets a letter from now this, I believe. Um, They're like kind of a news tabloid thing. I don't know what the fuck they are. But anyways. um, Tabloid type shit. Yeah. So they get, she gets a letter from now this saying, Hey, we saw your short film on YouTube we would love to link it in our story with, you know, with credit to you or whatever, you know, is that cool? And ultimately, you know, she was like, yeah, that's cool. So, you know, they put it out there and they got a shit ton of views. Now, fast forward a couple of years um, or five years, I guess, to be precise, Netflix comes out with two distant strangers, a movie about a black man. That's basically reliving the same day in his interactions with a police officer and yada, yada, yada. Same premise for the most part, which isn't outlandish. I mean, it's not just a wild, crazy premise. I think it's something that um, you could have a shared creativity with somebody else in something like that. I mean, you take Agreed. a movie like Groundhog's Day with uh, Bill and you Murray. you change it a hundred different ways. And you can flip it around. Yeah. So, um, but she came up that now this approached her. Then Netflix came out with this movie. And then what she sees in the credits is in association with now this. And then they went on to win an Oscar for the movie. So here is this independent uh, filmmaker, you know, comes up with this film gets, you know, this, this company reaches out to her, says, we love it. We want to, you know, we want to push it all over the place. And then now they're working with Netflix at the end, at the end of it. Hers was just based on comic. No, you're okay. So you're thinking of, you're not thinking of the same one. Apparently not. No, hers was very serious. Hers was the exact same tone. It was very serious, like a, like a, um, you know, dealing with today's issues. It was, it was being serious about it. It was, I know the joke one you're talking about where like every, every time he makes the, it's like, ah, you ever got a car? He was like, yeah, he was like, show me. He was like, ah, you got me. (laughs) So no, those not funny. And those were all, and I believe those were probably creative joke videos being made based probably on her video because hers came out in 2016. So, um, it's just, and I, I, honest to God, I, I feel like maybe I haven't even seen that one. Maybe unless you've shown it to me. No, I haven't shown you the flick. It's four minute. It's a four minute flick. Uh, whereas two distant strangers was, I'm assuming a movie length movie. I don't know. No, I don't know if they drug no, it out. No, for no, no. Well, it was on Netflix. I don't know how long. It no, was. it's, it's, I, I can't be, I, I promise you. Okay. Can, you're right. It says live action short. Okay. So it was a short film as well, but okay. So you have that whole thing. It's like, what happened? And even she was really cool. She posted Cynthia Tau cow, uh, posted a Tau cow, um, <laughs> posted a video on TikTok where she talked about it. You know, she was the one that kind of brought it to light. And and she said, hey, I'm not saying anything. Anybody did anything nefarious. And she was even cool enough when she showed the email to black out the people's name that sent her the email. She's like, I'm not trying to say that anybody did anything wrong. I'm just saying if you did, I'm kind of seeing it and it looks shitty. And if you didn't, maybe you can you know, shoot me an explanation. Right. Basically is all she was looking for. So I don't know whatever came of it, but, um, just to kind of, to kind of touch a little bit, um, on me, no, oh, but on the diversity thing, uh, the, the thing that bothered me, I went to Twitter and I was looking when all this, when all this stuff happened with this Cynthia Kowchick and it was like, the, Let's say it went just like it kind of looks like it did. You bigger company just took something from the little guy, 
went to the, you know, went to Netflix. Hey, let's do this together. All big money gets together. Does it? Yeah. And they make the movie, they win an Oscar, you know, yada, yada. Uh, that's seems really shitty and everybody should have a problem with that regardless of race, regardless of what the movie was about, regardless of just, just focus on the issue. You have big money, took something from the little person and then made more money with it and, and then get even accredited, you know, so in so highly with an Oscar and, and it's like, that should be shitty all the way around. But then what I started seeing was people from the black community saying, well, Cynthia Cow, the Asian, didn't have any business telling a black man's story anyways. Yeah. And and that doesn't speak for all black people. It doesn't mean that all black people would feel that way or do feel that way or whatever, because there were plenty of black people that lashed back out at that person. And But I mean, I'm just saying, I've started running through these threads and it was, and that's all it was, was just so much disdain and arguing and you know, they shouldn't have done it to her. Well, fuck her. She shouldn't have been telling the black man. Well, the guy that got the Oscar, one of the guys was white. Yeah, but the other guy was black. Yeah, but this. Oh, the, 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 and they were just all, and it was like, wow, everybody's so far away from, for one, the point. Really, the point should, in this instance, because we should all be able to look past color and look past race and look past everything else and go, you know what? It looks like the little person was taken advantage of by, corporate america right if that happened let's get to the bottom of that and let's give this chick her her just do um or kick her some cash scratch out a check right up being you know what we did we fucked with you you got us our bad we've still got our oscar it's pretty cool maybe you'll get one one day here's some money for your next movie right kick her a little something uh but it's but just the fact that so many people would in turn just sit there and, uh, you know, just just fight and argue amongst each other over over all of it was just really kind of off putting. Just because you're I want to test something just, and I haven't, but I got to ask you this just because I know you're fairly deep in like, you know, the hip hop stuff where I may I mean, not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jay-Z. Okay. Um, where would you put him on a on a level in rap? Mm, well, is he one of the greatest? I think he's definitely one of the... Yeah, I think he's definitely one of the best. So, would you the, say that he has a big fan following, no matter race, yeah. breed, color? Right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay. Um, so... Let me ask you this. What what is his record label? Rockefeller. It is it's Rockefeller, right? Yeah. Um and I just want to make sure uh, I want to make sure I go this route. Um so he signs like tons of people. Like, you know, I mean, that's his thing. I can't I'm glad oh, okay. you veered us into a rap category, by the way. Good, 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 good. I, I just wanted, to, uh, but but I wanted to ask you this. So his organization, it's the Sean Carter Foundation, but I can't see anywhere. He's co-founder of Rockaware. He's the CEO of Project Panther, Bideco. But I don't see anywhere in here where he owns a record label. I don't know why. I don't. His like I see he's under Rock Nation, and I see Rockefeller, right? And Rockefeller is owned by, I guess Def Jam. Mm, Rockefeller Records, uh, parent company is Universal. They were founded in 1995 by Sean Jay Z Carter, Damon Dame Dash, and Kareem Biggs Burke. Um. That's who Universal was? No, Rockefeller. Oh, Rockefeller. Okay. Yeah, they're under Universal. Uh, since, okay, here here we go. Uh, 
as of two as of 2013, so eight years ago, they are defunct. So they What's lost def- all their funk. <laughs> Who lost all their funk? Rockefeller ain't got no more funk. No, they're defunct. In other words, it just the they're not doing business anymore. Uh, Rockefeller, just, yeah, Def Jam's is the distributor, but ultimately Rockefeller is not is not doing anything. So who owns? Who owns Def Jam? I guess that's my question then. Uh, Def Jam's owner is, let's see here. Universal Music Group. Well, I'm sure they'll have a parent company, of course. Right. And do you know who that is? Do I know? But founder was Rick Rubin and Russell Simmons. I knew that. They they started Def it. Jam. Yeah. But that's not who owns Def Jam. Universal owns Def Jam. I want to know who owns Universal. Oh Jesus! That, that I'm sorry, my, my my bad. Yeah, that's... I don't know if it's Decca. It says like it was uh, Decca Recordings, MCA Recordings, MCA Music Entertainment Group. Universal is owned by a French media conglomerate called Vivendi, with Chinese tech company Tencent owning a minority stake. So a Chinese company called Tencent, which who's their is CEO? Like, not Fifty Cent. I know that right. Uh, take five of them motherfuckers to equal him because math uh, Tencent and Vivendi but Tencent it has a minority stake the big one is Vivendi uh, Vivendi is like I said a French whatever holy shit was founded by Napoleon the third shit headquarters in Paris France Fucking Napoleon the Third brought us Def Jam Records. That, that seems that seems oddly that's, strange, right? That's not how that worked, but but still. But the whole the whole idea is that I mean it, the end game is that you always have to get under somebody. One hundred percent. It's just like any woman that wants to succeed. Oh shit! Well, there goes all of our feminist <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I'm kidding, that's ladies. Fucking heavy. I'm kidding. Jeez. Um, but don't burn your bras. So or do. That's <laughs> true. So okay. Okay. I'm, I'm hey, real you. quick, what's the difference between jelly and jam? Je- okay, what's the difference between jelly and jam? Yes. I can't jelly my dick in my wife's ass. <laughs> oh fuck. Why? Why? So uh oh fuck. Okay, I want to go with this. Um, so, are we staying on rap? Because I got some rap things I want to talk to you about. Well, well, then you need to go. Okay, and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like it. Uh, WRAP. So, couple of couple of rap things. First off, Wednesday on Friday, supposedly speaking of Rockefeller Records, mm-hmm. um, the greatest collaboration in rap history that everybody's been waiting for for years is going to finally come to fruition. Eminem and Jay-Z. No, that's happened. Renegade. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Eminem, I forgot that Jay-Z was on that. <laughs> Eminem, <laughs> Eminem and Nas. Nas. Yeah. Really? Are going to do it, are finally going to get on a track together. Okay. For Nas's uh, upcoming album. I'm sorry. That's okay. Nas is great. I bought... I guess it was his first out. Was it the Egyptian? Uh, don't know. Don't I? I really don't. Because here's the thing, Nas was. Great. I know Nas by some songs, but I never did delve into his catalog. Do Do you feel like Nas is that great of a rapper in the conversation? Hundred yeah. percent. Why? Uh, he just. I he, just. And I, yeah, for I'm no just, other reason. I just want. I just. Want he's to been know. in the game for a very long time, and he's always been. He's been prominently in the game for a very long time. Um, he has all, I mean, if you're going to go rap, you know what you, or what you, my first Nas look album for, I am okay. In a, if you're going to go for what you look at or what you look for in rap, it's like, he was real. If you wanted to go that he did, he did the shit he talked about. He lived the life he talked about. And then he lived the life that he talked about as he got away from the life that he used to talk about when he went Christian. Um, no, never that. Not, well, I mean, go, not, not Christian. He went like, kind of like not good boy. We repented from his, uh, demons. Right. Duel. But, uh, he, 
but yeah, I think he's just always been one of those. I mean, he's a lyricist like crazy. His, I mean, his his lyrics. Maybe I need to study phenomenal. his catalog a little bit more to to like find that that thing. And what the the irony is, him and Jay Z being so they went at each other so heavy, so hard. Some like one of the, it's you know before Tupac and Biggie before, um, you know any of the any of the big rap beefs it was it was jay-z and nas and then ironically nas got signed to rockefeller records <laughs> and jay-z became his boss but funny but one i mean isn't greatest, that the greatest insult though it kind of is you know in a way the, now so they Jay-Z squashed won. the beef prior to jay-z one but yeah that's how that basically it's he was like, like yeah it although he that. did nas marked jay-z uh, Nas Mark Jay-Z in the beginning because he uh, he basically said what was one of the lines uh, Nas said um, uh, Rockefeller died of AIDS and that's who you chose to name your company after did you just read that so no I didn't read that Okay, um, I'm not going to read it out loud. No. But, uh... Okay. Am I reading that wrong? Because I tend to do that. Because I, well, I read on the third grade level. You are... Okay, so... Uh, this person's name mm-hmm. is all of that up to the word app. Oh, and they shared our live show. Oh. It just so happens their entire name is fucking terrible. Who is this? Uh, I it just I was like, hey. And if you're trying to be funny, like ugh. you're not. Mm-mm. Not not that. Yeah. So don't, don't feel you on that. Sorry, bud. Anyhow, um uh, and like we've pushed over and over and over again my the idea of uh, racism like literally disgusts me right so anyhow but with that being said okay and then the last rap news well, well hold on i mean hold oh, you, oh we're still we're so talking i, nas. I okay. think i think nas is a great rapper and i think he's done a whole bunch of shit that was like boom you know like i mean i think he killed it on a whole bunch of things but i mean and maybe I just didn't follow his his whole what's the word I'm looking for? Um I, I guess I didn't follow his catalog as much as I should, but but maybe he is that guy and I need to revisit. And I have I have no problem because I, I remember when you telling me that you thought Jay Z was the shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, Jay-Z's got about as much flavor as a rice cake. I was like, no. And then I just said, fuck it, I'm diving in. And I went, and I kind of went hard on him. You remember when I did that? Yeah. I was like, no, I got I to gotta listen. I, gotta, I mean, if he is that solid, if CT's like, no, 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 hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him. And I hit him, and I was like, okay, yeah, no, I get it. I, I understand why you think that. Right. Rap God? No. No, I mean, no. I'm not, I, he's not One the, of the best, best of all time. No. Don't even agree with that. He's in the conversation. See, okay, go it, ahead. okay. So do, do you feel like he's in the conversation with someone like Tupac, Biggie? He doesn't. He doesn't necessarily sit on the same. I think he sits pretty close. And I know a lot of people would probably probably gonna hate you for it. So yeah, I, the, I, I would get some hate for this, but I think that he definitely. He's definitely competition for somebody like Biggie. Okay, and the reason and I, I say and that, I'm not a big, I'm not a huge Biggie fan. Right, I mean that. The reason I say that is because Biggie was great. You know, Biggie was really, and Biggie told. I love Biggie because he told stories. Like he laid, he painted pictures like fucking Bob Ross. I mean, it was he just started laying that shit down, and all of a sudden you started seeing it. You're like, oh, the fucking trees and the rivers and the mountains and the oh shit, Hemingway rap. No, I get it. And I mean, he he painted a picture, and I love that. And I love it when rappers do that. And Jay Z has that ability. Um, But then Jay Z does it. 
he does it with a little bit of wordplay and he mixes in these these double entendres and just these things that just appeal to me and I like it. It's I it's wasn't a, a Mac Miller fan. It's intelligent rap. Right. And I love Mac Miller too. Yeah, no, but I was not a Mac Miller fan. And then like he died. No. Actually to tell you the truth, I found Mac Miller just before he died. Um and I was like, okay, I mean I get it. He's good. But but do people hold him to a higher regard because he wasn't supposed to be that great of a rapper? No, I or, think because I don't think with Mac Miller, I don't think it was his I don't think it was his abilities. I don't think it was he didn't like spit fire and like do these crazy like Who word play fire? tricks no M&M. and stuff no like M&M. that. No M&M. Who spits fire? Mm, Kendrick Lamar. Fuck yeah, he does. Uh, I mean, real fire. You know who's actually a pretty decent rapper, and I, I, I wanted, I made fun of him before ever listening to him, just because I, I made an assumption on what he was uh, based on the color of his skin. And I'm sorry, I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking. He's a black guy though, but the uh, <laughs> uh, baby. I I just okay yeah no I, I was like I bet that. that dude's fucking sucks I bet his music's trash and every and I literally did this without listening to anything and then I started hearing some of his music and I was like this dude's actually got bars yeah he's good he's got structure there's a lot of interest to him now not a big uh hero to the gay people right now uh folks with AIDS aren't a big fan of him. Or is he is he smashing an HIV? No, he went out on. You didn't hear about the the baby scandal. No. Okay. Well, let me because tell you about, I could, and here's the thing. Can I can I be dead? Anything that you? starts with "duh," you don't listen to it. No. <laughs> Are you sure? My <laughs> wife says it all the time. Duh. Uh, <laughs> I'm going. Go ahead. Uh, no, get real. <laughs> but he. Uh, so he was on stage, and I, I I'm not going to try to say verbatim what he said, but he basically. Just kind of like, I don't know, like one of those, you know how musicians do sometimes where like maybe it's in between Get songs. Up and say something stupid. Well, like in between Pull songs. Kanye, you mean. <laughs> kind of where he's just talking to the crowd. He's right, just, yeah. he's walking around the stage and kind of talking to the crowd. And he basically just, uh, he says something to the effect of, you know, like if, you know, if you're not sucking dick and getting AIDS, put a lighter up. If you're not, you know, he basically kind of oh no shut he kind of shunned people that have aids um and he basically said i know none of my fucking fans you know are down with any of that shit or got any of that shit because they're not you know he just kind of real negative towards the lgbtq plus whatever oh, subscription fuck. service it is there was a couple more. um and and people with aids um and then the backlash started you know, this video came out of him saying this stuff on stage uh, because baby didn't know that people have phones. And uh, even though somebody caught him on phone smacking the shit out of a chick. But I do remember that. Yeah. But I don't know whatever became of that either. But he probably just paid her off. Same, probably same thing, thing that happened. When just lay a little money on that cheek in it. Yeah, so bad is a lady. Same, same thing with fucking money. Mayweather fucking killed his old lady. Right. And she went away. Yeah, you pay that uh, shit. Like... He started fucking COVID is what he did. <laughs> fucking Floyd Mayweather funded the coronavirus project. Shit. It was like, yeah, no, I got you. I got you. Just make right, sure like, go away. Yeah. Um, I'll go fuck up McGregor and get a paycheck to cover Okay, it. so we've seen plenty of people pay the smasher pass. Okay. But hold on. So the baby, real quick. So the mm-hmm. baby did this, and there was some backlash from it. Now the funny thing was, is he doubled down on it and was like, you know, fuck yeah, I you. said it. Fuck y'all. Yeah. I said, you know, and then his money started going away. Lollapalooza dropped him from the festival. Multiple other music festivals then was like, oh nope. Yeah, we're dropping you from it. We're dropping you. Everybody started dropping you. Then Twitter went crazy. Some chick posted on Twitter, uh, baby will not be performing at my four-year-old's birthday party. <laughs> uh, was that Christy Teigen? Future lineup coming. No, no my, he, let her go. She's not even whore. on Twitter anymore. Let she, her go. She, she, I, She's I just, gone. I, I, like, I'm so, I feel terrible for a musical genius like John Legend to have to be married to that. Oh, my God, that waste of flesh. Anyhow. Okay, so I, I want to do this real quick with you. And this is so it, it's smash your pass. Are we getting off the rap topic? No. Okay. 
Can we stay? Just, for a I'm minute? sorry because okay. I just have one more rap thing. Okay, but continue. So smash your pass. Smash your pass. And so basically, I, however, however we need to do this. And we're we doing male we, rappers. We, we okay. Stop right there. I don't I'm mean not fucking like the baby. Oh god damn it. I know you want to have some dudes, baby. I don't know who the fuck it is. But no. Like, but, like, I, I want to, like, no, for real. I, like, it needs to be one of these things. It's like smash your pass, blah, 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 blah. But however we need to, to word it to where it's, like, you know, to where it's good. Um, but when I'm going to give you rappers, and I want you to tell me if they're, if you feel they're legendary or you feel that they're just there. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna pick five just straight out of the blue, okay. And I'm not gonna talk about any rapper that we've talked about thus far, okay. Okay. So I'm gonna go number one right off the bat, NF. And you're gonna say these rappers, and what am I supposed to do? You're supposed to be like, I like them or I don't. Yeah, I can't. I don't have to say smash or pass. No, you don't have to. Thank goodness. Like I don't know, make up some words. I don't care. Gotcha. So NF, smash. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but I don't have to say smash your pass, right? No, no, not at all. Enough. Smash. Okay. Um. Okay. So obviously you did. No, I do. Right. I, uh, NF is cool. Why? Um. He's he's got lyrical ability, and he. He really delves in like his videos or his his music goes like like you can it's almost like a Marvel some Marvel shit like you'll be listening to one of his songs and then find out like some shit that he said in this song like is some shit that he said two albums ago you know that he said he would say and I mean he's got like this this whole he's got a mantra yeah, it's he like, has a, I mean, he has a, he has a whole. He's got it mapped his out. His own stratosphere of yeah. how he raps, and I, I just, I really dig it. Right, I bet. dig our art, and that's an art. His name's not art. His name's NF. Oh, anyhow, all right. So, and and, and here's the thing: I'm not asking for. I'm asking for what you do or don't like about these people. So I'm right off the bat. So, and I'm going to do this, and I think you're going to give this way more credit than I want you to. Mm-hmm. But I want you to do it anyways. Uh, little Kim. Not Little Kim. I'm sorry. Uh, 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 Nicki Minaj. Smash. And then she and then raps about recently. Rap? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. Okay. No. Um, Nicki's cool. I like Nicki's flow. Like, I don't... I don't know if she... Writes her raps. I don't care. Because uh, she got big tits and big ass. Well, no. I mean, she probably, you know, she only gets paid 70% of what they're worth anyway. So if somebody else wrote them. Uh, but uh, it's, no, I just, I don't, I Tune think down. she's dope. You, I, like, I like Nikki. <clears throat> Dickie for the Nikki. Got yeah, it. So and, <laughs> Okay. So um, Tom McDonald. Dope. I like him. You do? I I do like him, but I don't like him. I, okay, uh, let me take that back. I don't like him. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I like him. However, he needs to do something. And maybe here's the tricky part: there's people that only know Eminem for his radio plays. Well, okay. for his oh, radio oh, plays, right. and if you only know him for his radio plays, he's like a fun, silly, goofy, like, oh my God, I can't believe he said that. Almost comedy rapper. Mm-hmm. But when you listen to his albums in depth, like, you know, we yeah. have Jack and Off on Toilets and stuff. Well, wait, that, what? No, we listen to music different. I get it. <laughs> um, but uh, when he's, when you listen to his actual catalog, it's like there's so many things that you'll never hear on the radio that are just like, epic as fuck and the bullshit that you hear on the radio because it's poppy and it'll sell albums and it'll you know your mom will listen to it on the way to school and shit like that is it's not as funny it's not who he is as a lyricist so the same thing with tom mcdonald what i see is 
what I see from him via his YouTube videos and, and whatnot and what get seems to get him the most clout is cool and I get it and I and I'm I'm for the most part down with his message. But it's like, okay, I get it, dude. You're you're just repackaging the same song over and over and over again. And that's where I get tired. That's where you start losing me is when you're the message doesn't change. Yeah. The me- I mean, it's like do something different is like I, when I go to a gymnastics meet, I want to see something other than a backflip. If you're only doing a backflip, then I'm wondering, so I guess you didn't really watch the Olympics. Where's your training? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah. Cause guess huh. what? When you go to a gymnastics meet, you're going to see all the same shit. You're just going to see who does it better. Right. And that's what rap is. Like. Rap, rock and roll, blues, funk, anything. That's that's what you do. I mean, it's the Olympics of music. I mean, that's what you're doing. You're, just, you're doing the same thing that everyone else is doing. Just make it better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, and here's yeah. the thing. And you, like, I don't have a hard on for Tom McDonald. If I have a, a hard on for any rapper that I've talked about so far, it's NF. That's why I led with that. Just because NF to me is just like fucking killing it Smash, all huh? the time. Um, so I got two more, and they're both really easy. Um, is one of them G easy? <laughs> no, I'm not even going to play with him right now. <clears throat> so the next one is uh, Joyner Lucas. 100% Smash. Why though? Go. He's he's lyrical. He's interesting. He addresses topics that, I mean he he did a whole song about ADD, and it's like what what rapper out there is like going, hey, I'm it's real. I fucking need pills and shit. I'm not doing well. You know, it's like that whole. I love a rapper that reaches out and says, hey, yeah, this is cool. You hear me, but. The reason that I'm doing this shit is because I'm fucked up in the head and I would like to not be fucked up in the head anymore. Right. And I kind of, I really dig that almost vulnerability from rap. And I, you know, I would say, I would say I first saw that with Tupac, um, you know, songs like Dear Mama and like Brenda's, Brenda's Baby, Brendan's Baby is our last episode, but Brenda's baby <laughs> is, uh, you know, but with songs like that, where he That's just kind of, he really took, took a really introspective look at what was going on in his community or what was going on in Culture, his life. Right. And then he pushed it out there and even pushed it out there in a way that like, I mean, my mom listened to dear mama. It was like, you could, you know, he didn't have to, you know, he didn't have to, he didn't fuck have it to up. put it out there. Right. All right. And then, uh, so my last one is just because he's kind of like, he's tickled the airwaves and he ain't, and he's not been relevant in, in some time. Um, he's making a, a, a strange, weird pushback. Um, Vanilla but at the same ice. time, I need, I need to, I need to touch back on one thing. So uh, Nelly. Smash. You dig? Yeah. Why? He had his place. His you mean place. like St. Louis, or you mean that yeah. like like he had his niche that Midwest. He had his yeah okay yeah he had that okay. niche. He had that that sound, um, the different cadences. The nothing that he said was of any value. Like I didn't, you know, I've I've never changed my life over a rap song. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I would be remiss if I said that I have not heard rap lyrics that have not made me think differently about life. I literally have. And right. not just in rap, but in other music as well. But Agreed. yeah. Um Nelly has never done that for me. Um <laughs> but you know, I mean I like strippers too. But right. everyone does. Or well, I assume they do. But you know, it his was just fun. His was fun, it was interesting, it had a cool sound to it and then you find out that nelly's fucking hard as fuck like that motherfucker is not to be fucked with neither of them saint lunatics Mm -mm. um but and he's a cool dude his sister died of some disease and he was trying to help you know he was raising money for her and shit like that but wasn't able to wasn't able to do it for but no i I, so i mean nelly was cool so that 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 wraps up five that mm-hmm. that, that I have that mm-hmm. I just wanted to ask you about. Just right. 
in my mind, those are those are aren't necessarily rappers that I am a big fan of, mm-hmm. even though the majority of them outside of Nicki Minaj, who yeah. I am not a fan of. Right. Oh, you, you don't know, like Nicki? No, I, it's not that I don't like her or I don't. Va- to me, she's a LeBron James. Sorry. She's a LeBron James of rap in a female body. Um, here's the thing. How? How, I, I'm literally curious because okay. I don't know. So th- the idea is is that she's not that great of a rapper lyrically. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think she's a great rapper. Um, her melodies and her song, the, her melodies within her song are trash to me too. There's nothing about her outside of collabing with somebody that I do like. Really, that would interest me in a song. And, and so here's the thing. Horse face, or I'm not horse face. What's her name? Megan the horse face. Megan the stallion. Meg the stallion. Yeah, okay. You said horse. I was like Julia Roberts. What? <laughs> um, outside of like just the way she looks, she just. I mean, she just she's badass. Which one, Cardi B or Nikki? I didn't say anything about Cardi B. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, Smash. Was- by the way. <laughs> That's great. I love that. I love it. Boom. <laughs> but but I mean, outside of like, outside of just just, just her being like super hot, I don't like. I don't shouldn't bring anything to the game. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I, like the only thing. Oh, she Meg brought, the Stallion. That's who you said. I'm sorry. What did I you ta- yeah, you, you said oh, Meg oh, the Stallion. Yeah. I'm saying. So oh, when you're you talking mean. about being hot, Meg or no Nikki? Nikki. Okay, Meg's hot too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Uh. We fucked up. The battery's dead. Wait. What do you mean it's dead? What do I mean? The ba- I mean the battery's dead. We la- the battery's dead. What do you mean the battery's dead? How can I explain this to you differently? The battery is dead. It ceased to live. It's deceased now. 